everyone. Welcome to Gilmore Gals. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Jayma and Anusha. In today's episode, we'll be recapping season one, episode 21 of Gilmore Girls. Um, so yeah, what did you guys think about this episode? I thought it was a good episode and I thought it was a really good finale as well. Um, uh, there was, we finally get to see, well, I won't get into it, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it later, but <laughs> Yeah, some really fun, interesting things happen. <laughs> yeah, I really um, like the season finale. It's very, um, it ends on like a very positive note. Um, and I feel like most season finales on other shows are like end in some sort of big dramatic thing. But this is just like, it's very nice and like pleasant and you really like it. It's just very um, calming at the end. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that they didn't have like a cliffhanger at the end. They just mm-hmm. have um, Lorelai and Rory go through kind of like parallel things with like Max and Dean. So I really liked it too. And it was a great like finale episode. Yep. All right. So before we dive into our discussion, we're just going to take a quick break. Hey guys, want to help support Gilmore Gals? You can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to keep and to sustain future episodes by going to anchor.fm slash Gilmore gals slash support. It works pretty similarly to Patreon and you can pledge to donate as little as a dollar a month to help us keep the podcast running. You could go to our link in the episode description. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so Gina, do you want to walk us through the first part of the episode? Yeah, so um, we start out with Lorelai acting like a crazy woman because <laughs> um, she's hearing some noises outside, some banging, and she doesn't know why. So she goes to Rory's room and she's like, do you not hear that noise? How could you possibly be sleeping through this? Um, she walks outside and she sees Luke fixing the porch rail at 6 30 in the morning and at this point Lorelai has completely lost it um then she locks herself out and then Babette comes and like starts asking why you know she's up this early and how she's like waking up the whole neighborhood to just like go back inside and then Rory comes back and comes outside to try to like take her back inside and tell her to like calm down um at this point luke disappeared which i thought was the craziest thing by the way um yeah what did you guys think where where do you guys think luke went during that time i was (laughs) Was just her imagination (laughs) yeah i was wondering that myself like was luke just like a figma of her imagination was she dreaming or did he really like come at 6 a.m fix the porch rail and then just like disappear um, cause like, not to spoil, but like later in the episode, we see him do like projects around Lorelai's house. So it could be possible that he was there that early, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. He probably just like did fix stuff and then just left. And then Lorelai or Babette thought she, she was imagining things. <laughs> but moving on to the next scene where Michelle is suffering from severe, um, what is it? Ennui? Oh, ennui. Ennui, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ennui, <laughs> yes. We have no idea what that is, but um, Suki It means is also, boredom. <laughs> um, <laughs> Suki is also suffering from that, um, which Suki apparently, if someone else is sick, will also somehow develop that sickness for herself. I didn't know that about her. I totally forgot about that. Um, and then Max actually calls and they are both talking to each other and they seem very happy um, in the conversation. And then uh, Suki mentions that oh, you know, you guys seem very good. Everything's great with you guys. You guys seem very good together. And then Suki makes the best joke where she's like, oh, um, you know, you're the opposite of ennui. That means you're, like, off-wee. 
<laughs> and um, boom, Suki was cured because of her own joke. Then we move on to the next scene um, in the kitchen, and Lorelai and Rory are talking about their weird dreams of some oil van guy and how she needs to figure out who that is because apparently she's seen him around town. And then she walks outside, and um, Luke is actually fixing the roof, so she asks him. And apparently it's some Jim Dunning guy. Um, by the time she finds that out, Lorelai um, comes back inside the house and tries to see where Rory is. Rory finds Dean's box in the closet, and um, Lorelai try- L- tries to explain to her why she kept it all this time. And um, Rory really appreciated it, and she thanked her for it and started looking inside of the box at all of the stuff. She looked at one of the um, bracelets. Was it a bracelet? I think, yeah, uh, Dean had given her. And, um, yeah, then she just, like, had this odd smile on her face. Um, And then the next scene was Lane and Rory... They started walking um, on near town, near Dozie's Market, and that's when Rory was standing outside of the market and told Lane that she's going to go inside today. And Lane tells her that she fully encourages this, and they were really excited because it was Thursday, and they knew that Dean was going to be working inside as per his um, schedule. When she walks inside lane is keeping a very close eye on her through the window and rory is walking around like trying to find dean and it almost seems like she's trying to shoplift which that's what taylor dozy thinks and he asks her he's like oh are you looking for something like what's going on and she's like oh i need to talk to the bus boy about something and um so then he tells her oh you know here's the bus boy you can ask him whatever you want and it turns out that it's not Dean it's another guy that's working there at the time so she quickly like turns around the conversation and leaves and but yeah what did you guys think of those scenes that is like really funny how Rory and Lane literally are stalking Dean <laughs> they know his entire schedule <laughs> yeah i i thought that was funny too and how when rory walked in like lane pressed her face to the window and rory had to like shoo her away like stop looking um yeah and i i think it's interesting how like now all of a sudden like rory has kind of like the guts to like see dean and also like talk to him so i thought that was interesting too yeah same um another thing that I had forgotten is while Lane and Rory were walking Lane was actually talking about how someone um, thought that she was like cheerleader material and what I thought was interesting was that all of a sudden Rory just like flipped the conversation and I think Lane was trying to tell Rory something important um, but it just didn't seem like Rory cared at the time and I feel like that happens a lot. And I think we've talked about this as well throughout mm-hmm. um, some of our episodes where Rory really doesn't pay attention to some of the things that's going on in Lane's life. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, when Lane was telling her that, she seemed very, like, checked out. Like, you could tell she was just, like, mentally in a different world and yeah. just, like, not caring at all. And then Lane had to stop the conversation and be like, okay, what are you thinking? <laughs> Um, and it, it's hard to watch because it's like, Rory, why aren't you being a good friend and like listening yeah. to what she's talking about? Yeah, I agree. I think Lane is like, you know, always lending a listening ear to Rory and always there for her on like whatever, whatever problems she's having. And I think Rory doesn't really do the same for Lane and she's kind of on her own little world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely doesn't reciprocate the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to the next scene. Um, we're at Chilton, and Tristan walks by Rory's locker, where he asks her out to a PJ Harvey concert as a date. 
Um, she pretty much walks away and says that she doesn't want to go on a date with him. And she sees Madeline Louise in Paris. And uh, Madeline asks for some notes from Rory. And then the three girls start walking by the lockers again, where Tristan tells the girls that Rory and him are going to the PJ Harvey concert together. And Paris gets really mad. She slams her locker door shut and just starts walking away. Uh, what did you guys think of that little scene? I thought Tristan was so stupid here because it's like, if you want to ask Rory out, why did you buy the tickets ahead of time and then ask her and then um, like lie about it to like Paris and stuff and, you know, knock back down from it? I just thought uh, Tristan was kind of being dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I think he should have waited for a confirmation before buying the tickets and for him to keep telling everyone, especially Paris, that he was going with Rory when <laughs> she doesn't want to go with him. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous that he um, told the three girls because I'm pretty sure Tristan knows their reaction. So I feel like he did that on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, um, Krishma, do you want to tell us what happens next? Yeah, um, so Lorelai is walking through town, um, and she bumps into Rachel, and uh, Rachel uh, tells her that Luke has been at Lorelai's place a lot recently, as we know, like, just fixing things up, um, and Lorelai kind of, like, lists all the things that he's fixing and saying, like, oh, well, he's just being, like, very helpful, um, so Rachel's like, hey, could you just ask Luke to, like, check in with me? Because I haven't seen him in a few days. Um, so Lorelai agrees. And as she's walking away, uh, Lorelai passes by uh, the town troubadour, which, again, is the guy who sings and plays his uh, guitar on the street in Stars Hollow. And uh, the town troubadour, like, looks across the street. And he actually sees another town troubadour um, who's also singing and playing guitar. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, that drama is about to happen. Um, and then we cut to Lorelai coming home and she hears like these noises from upstairs. So she like grabs an umbrella to like attack whoever's up there. And uh, Lou comes out from like around the corner and Lorelai gets super scared and she screams in his face. Um, and Luke said that he came in through the back door to fix the back door lock. Um, and he said that he knew it needed uh, to be fixed because he actually was the one who broke in through the back door <laughs> into the house. Um, and Lorelai is, of course, pretty shocked because she didn't even ask him to fix it. Um, so Lorelai is getting like suspicious now. So she sits Luke down at the kitchen table and she confronts him and asks like why he's been sending so spending so much time like fixing things around her house. Um, and Luke immediately is like, oh, I'm not hiding from Rachel. Um, and then she's like, I never said you were. And he like immediately backtracks and says that he's actually hiding from her because he's like been like in a weird living situation with her um, because he's not used to living with someone else and he's not used to having someone expecting him. Um, and Luke said, like, it's not really living up to the fantasy he had in his head about Rachel returning. Um, and so Lorelai kind of, like, puts things into perspective for him. And she's just like, we'll just give her another chance. You never know. Um, so, yeah, what did you guys think of that scene with Lorelai and Luke? As well as how did you think of that scene with the other town troubadour? The town troubadour thing I thought was hilarious. Um, I felt really bad for the original one. He was like, what? Come on, man. There's another <laughs> town you can go to. Um, so I thought that was cute. It's like small town drama. You never get to see that here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As for Luke, I feel like he's really going through something and he probably doesn't even know it himself. So having Lorelai kind of talk to him probably made him realize what's going on and the fact that he's probably just like shutting himself out from Rachel yeah I agree I think um he really needed Lorelai and I think he's just confused um about like what's going on with um Rachel and everything and 
the town troubadour thing I thought was hilarious. A little small town like troubadour drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we switch over to Rory, and she's like standing outside of Dean's house. And um, actually, Dean's little sister opens the door. And uh, she asked Rory, like, oh, are you here to see my brother? And Rory said that she's actually not there to see him and that she's actually a Girl Scout. And we can tell from the scene that, like, Rory and Dean's little sister have, like, never met before because she has no clue who she is. Um, So Rory's like, oh, no, I'm a Girl Scout. Like, they just changed the uniform. Um, And then (laughs) Dean's sister, like, all of a sudden realizes who she is. And she's like, hey, I know you. You're the girl in the pictures that Dean has. And then Rory immediately, like, confronts this girl. And this girl's name is uh, Clara, by the way. So she confronts Clara. And she's like, wait, has or had? There's a big difference. Has is present tense and had is past tense. And then um, she keeps asking Clara to, like, go to Dean's room to check, like, if he still has the photos of Rory. And Clara, like, gets overwhelmed. So she starts crying. And as soon as uh, Rory hears Dean's voice, like, asking, like, what's wrong, Rory, like, sprints away from the house, um, and then when Dean goes to check on her, he's just like, oh, who made you cry? And Clara, <laughs> Clara like, points to Rory, like, running down the block, and she's like, oh, that Girl Scout made me cry. Um, and Dean sees that clearly it's Rory. Um, yeah, what did you guys think of this scene? I thought it was, like, super cringy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, Rory, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I was, like, getting secondhand embarrassment watching it, but I, I thought it was also really funny. Yeah. Um, And then we transition over to nighttime, and we see Lorelai, Max, and Rory walking in town, and Max is kind of, like, reciting everything that they bought, which is, of course, a ton of food and snacks. And um, when I first saw this scene, I thought that they were going to, like, have another movie night because they had all the food with them. Um, But actually, they're going to a town meeting (laughs) with all that. Um, And Max says that he's been hearing a lot about these town meetings from Lorelai for months. So he really wanted to check one out. Um, And then Max reaches into the bag and he pulls out, like, these two ring pop candies (laughs) for Lorelai and Rory, which was, like, really sweet. Um, and then we see that the town meeting is kind of like in the middle of a vote when Lorelai, Rory, and Max walk in. So Lorelai randomly raises her hand during the vote and Taylor is like, Lorelai, you don't even know what we're voting on, <laughs> um, which I thought was funny. Um, and Dean is like sitting by the entrance and Rory is standing right behind him looking at him and Dean looks super comfortable, uncomfortable, of course. Um And then they, like, sit down, and Taylor says, Lorelai, I hope there's not food in those bags. Food is not allowed in the town meetings. Um, And Lorelai lies, and she's like, oh, no, it's just diapers for the little ones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we see the town troubadour raise his hand about how he has an issue. Um, And Taylor is just like, who are you? And everyone, like, describes how he goes around town performing music on the street corners. And Luke says, oh, he just loiters on the street corners. (laughs) (laughs) And Taylor says, oh, we're two peas in a pod, Luke. I agree. And Luke then mutters, like, oh, that's a scary thought. (laughs) Um, So then the town troubadour stands up and he explains that there is no room for a second troubadour. And Taylor says that this whole issue is pretty silly. And Lorelai says, like, oh, come on, hear them out. And uh, during this, we see Rory, like, constantly look behind her. And she's just, like, staring at Dean like a lost puppy. And uh, whenever, like, Dean looks at her, she looks away. Um, And then uh, going back to the town troubadour issue, uh, Kirk is just like, oh, I have the town handbook right here. So he starts, like, leafing through it to find, like, if there's laws about having a town troubadour, uh, which was also (laughs) hilarious. Um, so then the other town troubadour says that he actually runs a Kinko's in a different city. And um, so he has like an actual job. And the main troubadour says that he shouldn't reveal that because it ruins the mystique. Um, and so Taylor says, oh, this must be a money making scheme. Why else would you do this? Um, and Rory like randomly stands up in the middle of this meeting and she's like, um, 
I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but she basically says, um, oh, he does it because you really want to say something, but the words won't come out of your mouth or you feel scared or you feel stupid. So if you could write a song and sing it, you can say what you need to say. And some of us will never be songwriters. So we never get the chance to say what we need to say ever. Um, And everyone's like silently looking at her. And um, Rory immediately like backtracks and tries to connect it back to the town troubadour and says, uh, uh, yeah, so give this man a license. <laughs> and then people kind of like applause a little bit, kind of like, okay, interesting. Um, so clearly during that speech, she was talking about Dean. Um, but it actually ended up working out for the town troubadour because of Rory's speech. So Taylor um, names the main town troubadour as the only one that's allowed in the town so from there he just adjourns the meeting and then Lorelai uh, leans forward and she offers Luke who's uh, sitting in front of her um, she offers him some fries and Luke says oh no Rachel is minding the story so I better get going and Lorelai uh, smiles and Luke walks away and then Max notices that like they're kind of smiling at each other so he like pulls Lorelai in for a kiss um, and then of course we see Rory again looking behind her for Dean and she noticed that he left so she looks pretty upset um, so yeah what did you guys think of this scene with the town meeting and everything I thought this is one of the best town meetings um, <laughs> the whole troubadour drama was just amazing um but um when Rory stood up and started talking about the song she's so clearly talking about Dean and um but that is just her feelings just bursting out she like held them in for so long and it just came out at the town meeting and um I think Max is starting to realize that there's something going on between Luke and Lorelai so he's uh, you know all getting all protective over Lorelai. Yeah, um, I thought this was a really cool scene. Um, it was definitely one of like the longer fun scenes in this episode. But in the beginning, um, when Max actually gave those rings, I thought it was really cute that Rory and Lorelai were like, Oh, I got a grape. What did you get? Like, let's exchange or something. Um, that was just like very cute and such a nice little mother-daughter moment. Um, and then when they went inside, I thought it was interesting the fact that Rory kept looking at Dean and it seemed like Dean didn't show too much interest. He was, he seemed a little uncomfortable and I don't know, a little disappointed. I don't know what I would say to his reactions, but it was a little weird. Um, and then with her speech, I feel like he definitely knew exactly what Rory was trying to get at. And at that point, he was like, oh, man, I don't know what to say or do. So he probably just like left um, early because of that. And the Luke and Lorelai scene, I thought it was really funny um, because Lorelai actually threw some french fries at him which then brought his attention then they like you know he turned around then they started talking um i was just like oh man that's typical lorelei and the fact Mm -hmm. that she's still eating even though like taylor said like you can't eat in here and she's sitting in the second row (laughs) might i add um (laughs) how is he still allowing her i don't know (laughs) um but yeah i thought it was interesting that they even had this, like, town troubadour conversation because, wow, they didn't have anything else in the town to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Love the scene. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good observation. Like, why is she eating when she's sitting in the second (laughs) row? Um, Yeah, so then we see Luke walk into the diner after the town meeting, and Rachel is, uh, you know, closing up and everything, and she comes from behind the counter, and she's holding her luggage, Um, and Luke is like, oh, were you going to tell me that you're leaving? And Rachel says, "Um, yeah, I was waiting for you to get back so I could say goodbye, and Luke is just like, oh, man, you always do that. Okay, go, Um, and Rachel asks, like, oh, don't you wonder why I'm going? And Luke says, I know why. Just like all the other times, Rachel, you're restless and you're bored. Um, and then Rachel explains that it's actually not the case this time. Um, and she's actually leaving because Luke wasn't 
into it. And she explains that it's because of another girl. And Luke is very confused by this. And she doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, so Rachel silently like looks at him until he realizes what she's talking about. And um, he realizes that, of course, she's referring to Lorelai, of course. And Luke says, oh, no, 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 no. She and I are just friends. I told you that a thousand times. And Rachel says, no, you only told me that once and you can barely get it out then. Um, and Luke hesitates. And then Rachel says, okay, I'm going to go, but don't wait too long to tell her. And then she leaves. Um, so yeah, what did you guys think of the scene and about Rachel leaving because of Lorelai? I thought it was a smart move on her hand because how long could she have actually elongated this? Like, it was clear to her that Luke wasn't interested and, you know, this was her trying this time around. Um, usually it had been Luke trying more, but... Even when she was putting in the effort, it didn't seem like he cared. So I feel like she made the right move. And it was good that she confronted Luke on telling him, like, you know, there is another girl. You should probably figure out what you want and decide where you want things to be going with her. So I feel like it gives a lot. Um, it gives a lot to Luke just to figure that stuff out. And it made sense to me that she's leaving. I feel bad for her that she had to leave under those circumstances because this time she really didn't want to. It was the fact that Luke just wasn't interested. Um, but it was a good decision on her part. Yeah, I agree. I um, It's so clearly obvious that um, Luke is not into Rachel um, and that he's like pining over Lorelai and... Rachel can see that and she, you know, she doesn't want to stay where she's not wanted, obviously. So, um, yeah, I think it's good that she's leaving uh, for everybody's sake because um, neither of them were going to be happy in, in the relationship. Right. And I think that Luke and Lorelai tends to be like one of those couples where they don't realize that they have feelings for each other, but everyone else around them can tell. So I feel like Rachel could always tell that Lucas had feelings for Lorelai and vice versa. So yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it was a good decision for her to leave in this case. All right. Uh, so yeah, Anusha, can you tell us what happens next? Sure. Um, so we're in Chilton and um, Paris and Rory... Um, are arguing and Paris um, is telling her that she thought that she was so nice when they first met but then she just made an enemy and Rory is completely confused on why Paris is mad at her and she says how have I made you an enemy and um, asks if um, because she set her up with Tristan and she asks her what she did to make her so angry and Paris just snaps back and says, think about it at PJ Harvey. And Rory tells her she's not even going to the concert and that Tristan lied. And Paris in true Paris form goes, well, I don't even want to go and don't have time for concerts anyway. And I got to start lining up the extracurricular activities. And then she asks if Rory is going out for the school newspaper and Roy tells her yes, and Paris tells her that she needs a faculty recommendation in the support of the student editor. And Rory tells her she's not worried, and Paris looks at her with a smug expression and tells Rory, worry, because I just got the job. And then tells Rory she can have some small job, like covering the school parking lot construction or something like that, but that she already filled it with music review and that Rory would have been perfect for it, but she already gave the job to Louise. And Rory goes, Louise owns like two CDs. And Paris, <laughs> Paris says, yeah, I know, and walks away. Um, so what did you guys think of this little argument between Paris and Rory? I really, so I'm going to start from the last part. It was really interesting to me when Paris <clears throat> walked away and she was on the staircase Madeline was on the right side. Louisa was on the right, um, left side. And so they formed this, like, really interesting, like, triangle between all of them. 
and then they all like turned around and like walked away so it really showed like that like mean girls moment type of thing where you know it, you only see it in um tv shows but i feel like sometimes it definitely happens in high school um but anyway, i thought it was interesting that they had this conversation i'm glad that paris was able to talk to rory because she was gonna burst out her feelings in another way and i'm glad at least she was good enough to like confront her and um it was good that rory like told her like hey i'm not interested in tristan but as we know paris is not gonna really believe her so we'll see what happens <laughs> i just feel bad for rory at the moment yeah, I feel bad for Rory, too, because all of this happened because of Tristan's lie that she said yes to going to a concert with him. Um, and yeah, I, I feel bad for Rory about the fact that it does jeopardize like what role she gets on the school newspaper and all of that. Um, and I thought it's interesting you mentioned like the staircase scene. Um, I thought that scene was like a little cringy because... Um, only because like Gilmore Girls doesn't tend to do like those cliche type of scenes at least like I haven't noticed them so whenever they try to do them um, I'm just like what are they doing and of course like right as the bell rings like all three of them like turn around and go to class and I'm like okay what is this like a movie or something like (laughs) Like high school musical yeah like high school musical or mean girls I was like it's just so strange but yeah anyways um I felt bad for Rory (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you took the words right out of my mouth I was was just about to like mention that um scene and I, I just thought it was really iconic and um Paris like literally in true mean girls fashion was like have a really good summer yeah that's <laughs> true <laughs> yeah and they just leave Rory just stunned and standing there um so then we cut to Lorelai in her house and she's rushing down the stairs because um she heard the doorbell ring and um she was expecting Max because they were gonna go on a date but when she opened the door, it was Luke, and he said he forgot his toolbox, and he came to pick it up, and they were just being super awkward with each other, and then Luke tells Lorelai that Rachel left for good, and Lorelai is like, oh, I'm so sorry, why would she leave, and all that, and then Max shows up, and Lorelai introduces Max and Luke to each other, and they say hi to each other and stuff and make some small talk, and and then Max says, they should probably get going. And Luke goes, yeah, me too. And then he goes, I left my toolbox in here because I was here fixing things. I do a lot of things around here for Lorelai. <laughs> <laughs> Lorelai looked really uncomfortable and says, yes, he's very handy. And then says to Luke, we'll talk later. And Luke says, yes, we will. And then Max chimes in and goes, well, probably not tonight because we'll be back pretty late. And Lorelai awkwardly says, I meant not tonight. I meant tomorrow. And turns to Luke and says, tomorrow. And Luke says, yeah, tomorrow. And turns to Max and says, we see each other almost every day. And says, I'll see you tomorrow, same time as always, to Lorelai. And then Max says, well, it might be a bit later. And then Luke says, doesn't matter what time, I'll always be around. And then he walks away. So what did you guys think about this? This is really awkward. It is really awkward. I think Lorelai compares it to like a sword fight. And that's exactly what it was. It was just like, they were like trying to one up each other. And Luke was trying to assert that like, oh, I'm there for her every day, like giving her coffee. And Max is like, well, I'm going out with her basically. (laughs) Um, And so it was just like, so uncomfortable to like, see them do that. Um, But it was like funny at the same time. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I also thought when Luke um, was standing by the door and the way that he was standing, um, it's and then when Lorelai opened the door, it seemed like he was a little drunk, maybe, because I don't see Luke like kind of saying all these things. Um, I don't know. It just felt like he might have been like a little drunk, which is probably why he was like asserting himself the way he was. 
Yeah. That's like my take on it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, I also found it funny that at the end, like Luke just leaves his toolbox there, like he forgot it <laughs> again. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was gonna mention that nice. <laughs> yeah. So after Luke walks out, Max and Lorelai start getting into a little argument because Max keeps asking Lorelai if there was anything going on between her and Luke. And if they ever dated while her and Max were apart. And Lorelai keeps telling him there's nothing between her and Luke. And that they never dated and they're just good friends. And the argument keeps kept escalating. And Max tells Lorelai that he dated someone kind of seriously while they were broken up. And Lorelai blurts out that she slept with Christopher on her parents' balcony. And then Max just says, why do we always let things get weird between us when things are just getting good? And, um... And then he says, there's only one thing to solve this between us. And Lorelai says to break up. But Max disagreed and he said they should get married. And Lorelai was just speechless and confused. And she said, this does not count as a proposal. And that a proposal should be more than just something to end the bickering. And has to be planned and magical with like a thousand yellow daisies and candles And Max should be riding in on a horse. And it just has to be more than what this is. And Max says she's right and that he's sorry and that they should start the evening over. And then they go out on their date. Um, What did you guys think of this, like, conversation slash argument between Max and Lorelai? It was definitely interesting that they had this argument. But I like the fact that Max is always good at communication um he says what he wants to say and says what what's on his mind so it really helps Lorelai and him try to figure out what's going on in each other's life um yes it did sound like an argument but I feel like at the end they kind of made it into like a good thing um and we'll see what that great thing is at the end of the episode but I I was happy about what happened and then at the end I thought it was hilarious that Lorelai saw the toolbox and she was like bye bye Bert uh, while walking outside <laughs> oh yeah is the toolbox's name <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah I agree I'm glad that Max was able to identify the fact that whenever things get really good for them Uh, things all of a sudden like take a step back or get awkward um, because that's exactly what I was thinking how you know every time they have like a good moment or two all of a sudden like something happens Um, so I'm glad like they at least recognized that and they were able to talk about it a little bit even though they were still like arguing Um, it's interesting too because I don't know um when you compare the amount of time they've like dated in like a positive way versus when they fought or taken a break, I feel like they really haven't been like dating like and been positive with each other, like for very long. So it was kind of like sudden that Max did like propose to her, especially in that way. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I feel like their relationship is just a roller coaster and it's, it's just not the right time. Yeah. Um, we then cut back to Chilton and Tristan walks up to Rory and says he's getting tired of this game and Rory is like, what game? And Tristan kept pestering her and asking if they're going to be meeting there or going together. And Rory tells him she's not coming to the concert and that he needs to stop telling everyone they're going together. And that he told Paris and Paris hates her again and Tristan tells her the damage is already done so might as well go to the concert together and Rory tells him she's never going anywhere with him ever and Tristan (laughs) Tristan gets mad at her and takes her books from her and tells her she'll get them back when she agrees to the concert with him and Rory tells him he's pathetic and to keep the books and she walks away um what do you guys think about how Tristan was behaving here I thought it was so obnoxious of him like to keep like asking her until she said yes even though I'm glad she did not say yes um 
And I'm glad she's just like, okay, just keep my books when he took them from her. Because he was being like a major like jerk in this case, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Rory definitely handled it maturely. Um, he was just being very immature about the whole situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, she walks out and sees Dean in front of the school waiting for her. But then Dean sees Tristan walk up behind Rory holding her books and he thinks that they're together and gets upset. And Rory runs up to him and Dean tells her he's leaving and that he shouldn't have come here. But Rory tells him to stay and Dean goes, I came all the way out here and I see you with him. And that he's got her books. But Rory tells him he just took them and won't give them back. And she asks him why he's here. And Dean says he thought she was trying to talk to him and that she came to his house. And um, Rory goes, that wasn't me. That was someone else. And (laughs) Dean's like, my sister recognized you from the photos. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, what was up with the writing the song, like speech at the town meeting and stuff? And then he goes, "Um, your boyfriend's waiting. And um, Roy tells him that he's not her boyfriend and she hates him. Dean says whatever and he walks away from her and Rory calls out to him and tells him to stop and Dean asks why and Rory says because I love you you idiot and Dean walks back to her and they both kiss and Tristan's watching this whole time and he looked really upset and he just places Rory's books aside and he just walked away. Um, What are you guys' thoughts on the scene between Rory and Dean and how Tristan reacted at the end. This is one of my favorite scenes of Rory and Dean getting back together. Um, (laughs) I personally love it because she finally was able to say that she loves him. And I think that's what Dean wanted to hear all along from all of her like random like gestures. I guess Rory's been hinting throughout the week and um the fact that Tristan was able to just like put down her books and walk away I thought that was like good that he did that because I was scared he might have like gone up to Dean like I don't know made a scene because it's so Tristan of him to do that but he didn't do anything so I was glad (laughs) but it was really interesting that they were literally um eating each other's faces and I was looking (laughs) kind of like re-watching this I'm like this would never like happen in real life. Um, and, like, the principal pri- would be walking out like no touching. Yeah, each other. especially <laughs> at the private school that they're going to. You know? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's just a side note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think it, it's such an iconic line when Rory says like, "Oh, because I love you, you idiot." <laughs> so yeah, it's. I, I think, like, Rory and Dean needed that time apart um, for Rory to realize how much she loves Dean. Um, because, you know, during that entire period, like, she was, like, very, like, miserable without him. And, you know, finally, when she worked up the courage to, like, talk to him, she, like, kind of ran away because she was scared. So I think it was a good thing that he did, like, show up to her school when she finally got to the point where she was like comfortable enough to say it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then we cut to um, Lorelai running up to the inn um, and we see Michelle yelling at Kirk and apparently he dropped off a bunch of flowers and Michelle is upset because they didn't order any flowers. And Kirk keeps saying he's just doing his job, but that just keeps making Michelle more angry. And he's like, I'll punch you in the face if you say that one more time. <laughs> and Kirk tells Lorelai that she has to personally be there to accept them. And Lorelai's confused for a second and then gets quiet and she starts to realize that what the flowers are here for. And Michelle and Kirk continue to bicker again about the flowers. And... um. Kirk is like, I'm just doing my job. And Michelle's like, how many times do I have to tell you not to say that again? (laughs) And Lorelai walks into the inn and she sees a thousand yellow daisies all over the lobby. And um, she realizes that they're from Max. 
and um, she calls Max and he picks up and immediately goes, I couldn't find a horse. And then um, he tells her that she was right and that he shouldn't have proposed like that um, the other night. And then he tells her she was wrong also and that he didn't propose to her just to end the fight. He did it because he loves her and he tells her um, he doesn't want an answer now and that he's thought about this and he wants her to do the same. And he tells her that he loves her and that he'll talk to her later. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> what did you guys think of the proposal? Oh, that was amazing. I was really happy to see this. And I was very surprised that Max actually did this. Um, it's probably the most romantic scene in Gilmore Girls, at least for Lorelai. Um and uh, by the way, from our last podcast, I actually did count all the daisies. There are a thousand. No, JK, JK. <laughs> I was about to say, you had a lot of time on your hands. I was like, thank you for checking. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. But I thought it was so romantic. I was like, wow, the only, and, you know, even Max said this. He was like, the only thing that's missing from the proposal was he wasn't, like, on the horse. And <laughs> she was like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah I thought like um it was such a sweet proposal and um it was uh I don't I don't know just like the fact that she it was like so random and she just walked in and just saw all the daisies and he really like paid attention to like what she had said um I think it was like the night before two nights before um so I thought that was really sweet um and I actually just googled how many daisies there were um, and the show, the producer, Amy Sherman Palladino, she said that the set was so large and there were actually many more than just a thousand yellow daisies in the room. Um, but it doesn't say like an actual number, but yep. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we cut to Stars Hollow and Lorelai is at Luke's diner and she's all flustered and Luke asks what's going on, and Lorelai's like, big things, big life-altering things, and Luke um, tells her to have some coffee, and Lorelai refuses, and Luke goes, you're turning down coffee? This must be big. <laughs> and then he asks what it is, and Lorelai tells him she needs to tell Rory first. And then um, he asks her if she's happy about this news, and Lorelai says she might be, maybe, and that it's just mind-blowing news. Um, then her pager beeps, and it's Rory, and she tells Luke she's got to go, and then she hands him a yellow daisy and tells him the whole town gets one today. And she walks out and sees Rory, and um, they both get really happy, and they both are running towards each other, and they're both very excited, wanting to tell each other um both of their news and start excitedly talking at the same time and um that was the end of the episode uh, so what were you guys' thoughts on um luke and lorelei in the diner and the episode in general i thought it was so sweet how um lorelei and rory like ran up to each other at the exact same time and they both i think said like I have something to tell you. You go first. <laughs> like, it was so adorable. And I love how, uh, you know, they were both back together with, um, well, how Rory was back together with Dean after she's been wanting to have that for a long time. And then Lorelai and Max, um, you know, the proposal and everything. So I thought that was adorable. Um, and that scene with Luke and Lorelai, um, I totally get that, like, Lorelai was waiting to tell Rory about the big news. Um, but I did like how she give she gave Luke, um, you know, a yellow daisy. Um, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, so I thought it was kind of, like, symbolic that she gave him exactly, like, one daisy. And it's like, oh, like, here's a kind of like a piece of my love <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't get all of it yet but just like one piece um and he seemed very like pleased by that so yeah I really liked it yeah no I was very interesting the entire scene I I also liked the fact that Rory and Lorelai 
were literally jumping up and down, dancing and everything. It was the perfect ending to the season. And I feel like the Daisy, for me, it represented something different at that moment, at least. Um, it was more so like because of the color, um, the yellow color, it's more so represents like friendship. So it's like, here you go. You know, this is just like we're friends at this point in time um, because I as we know, you know, they're both excited. And at, at this point, like Lorelai will probably say yes to Max. Um, so that for me is what I got out of it. Yeah, I thought it was such an amazing um, episode overall. I really liked all of the scenes. The town Fribador scene was probably the best <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, it was a great season and a really nice episode. Yeah, definitely. I think I was reading somewhere that also regarding the yellow daisies, like um, someone was saying that her just giving away a yellow daisy to the whole town um, just kind of represented like she just wanted, didn't want the proposal for herself. She was kind of like, you know, giving away her love because deep down she didn't want to be with Max and she hadn't realized it before. Ooh. <laughs> And also, I forgot to mention the town troubadour. Um, so we see like the second town troubadour walking up to the OG town troubadour, <laughs> <laughs> and like he like shook his hand, and they both like were like singing and playing the guitar together. And I thought that was Aww. so cute. <laughs> that is cute. So not only did, did like Lorelai and Max and Rory and Dean, now it's the two town troubadours yep. who are getting along. I love that. <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, that about wraps it up. Um, thank you all so much for listening. In our next episode, we'll be discussing a topic in the Gilmore Girls community. So stay tuned for that. You can follow our podcast by going to our link in the description. And you can also find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with friends who enjoy Gilmore Girls. Uh, We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.